0: Section 70 of American Myths and Legends, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Greg Giordano. American Myths and Legends, Volume 1, by Charles M. Skinner. The Death of Tammany in spite of its present status the organization known as tammany was once composed of americans and existed for a benevolent purpose tammany or Tammany, the indian chief for whom it was named was as migratory as homer in the matter of birthplace but it is commonly agreed that he was a pennsylvanian that he lived at one time on the site of easton that he lived in delaware afterward that he hunted and roamed over the hills about the delaware water gap that he occupied tammany flat in damascus connecticut that he was one of the indians who made the treaty with william penn that he had a favorite tree an elm in the shade of which he was fond of loitering and the tammany society of philadelphia used to assemble beneath it to eat planked shad a fashion of serving this delectable fish that is believed to have originated with old tammany himself he was a brave man and sturdy fighter but he kept faith with the english and americans and did much to restrain the martial order of his people when they howled with longing for scalps with red and yellow hair admiration for this service led to the appearance of societies named in his honor in thirteen states in towns and villages too in pennsylvania maryland virginia and louisiana his last resting place is as various as that of his birth, for he has been distributed over parts of Pennsylvania and New Jersey. One tradition putting him under the cellar of Nassau Hall in Princeton, another denying to him an earthly burial because, like Passaconaway, he was translated in a flame to heaven. In this last tradition, he took leave of the world on the bank of Neshaminy Creek near Prospect Hill new britain pennsylvania a spot that was an indian burial ground a long time ago it is related that when he had grown quite old he undertook a journey to philadelphia to hold conference with the quakers but having become rheumatic and slow the younger men left him on prospect hill supposing that he would keep on at his own pace while they pushed ahead being impatient to reach the town a girl of the tribe remained with him to cook his meals and prepare his couch but as she had a lover in the neighborhood she ran away shortly after the fall of night and the venerable chief found himself entirely alone then he realized that he had outlived usefulness and respect and might better be dead to the poor little fire which the girl had left for his cheer he added wood until it became a blaze that could be seen afar and its glow against the clouds filled several watchers with astonishment and with fear lest it should be a token of coming misfortune standing close beside the fire he plunged a knife into his heart and fell into the flames a great shower of sparks arose and chief tammany was a memory his charred corpse with the knife in it was found by the other indians on their return from the long talk they buried it between two trees, and as his relatives died, their bodies were placed in the earth near his, every grave being marked with a stone. But there are some who say that by reason of the virtues that made him a saint, he did not suffer in his death, and instead of committing self murder, the flame bore him lightly upward out of the sight of men, and that he reached the happy hunting grounds alone. End of section seventy Read by Greg Giordano, Newport Ritchie, Florida.